Thank you for listening to episode 110 of Tech Talk Taco Tuesday. This was a unique episode because Jimmy had to call into his own show while producer Matt and Logan held things down in the studio. Together, we answered some great questions about a car- bizarre carb issue that Jimmy didn't even know the answer to, how to properly tighten your spokes, as well as how to pop start a bike with a recluse. And then there's, of course, many other questions from the chat that would just make this intro way too long. We had a really good segment of Rooster Endo that featured a unique photo that had the chat fired up for a really unique reason. And for the first time ever, maybe in Tech Talk Taco Tuesday history, Jimmy doesn't have a beer or tequila during the entire show. I want to thank our sponsors, Yamaha, Climb, DDC, Trail Tech, and Scott Sports. Without them, this show wouldn't be possible, and enjoy the show. All right. Coming to you live from uh, Prompt, Nevada, the Valley of the Dirt People. Uh, I'm not your uh, normal host, but uh, I'm normal, the uh, the producer, producer Matt, here with uh, some other guy. Yeah, Logan Tyler. Okay. And then together, we're also here with some uh, some other random stranger, uh, Jimmy Lewis. I'm on the road. Yeah, you're pulled over on some side of the on the ride uh, on the side of the road between here and found, Washington. I found Wi-Fi's or something like that, or internets. Actually, it is internet. So we'll see if the lights stay on now. They're flickering okay. right. Well, <laughs> well, I hope I hope you uh, I hope you don't talk to us in the darkness. I mean, you you can always just uh, get a little lamp, right? A little Coleman lamp. Yeah. I'm wondering why I'm wondering why my lights are flickering here. This isn't good. Did you do the <laughs> did, did you do the wiring? That might be no. why. Okay. No, yeah. So uh yeah, so yeah. you guys are gonna handle the show. I'll just chime in when I need to, right? Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, because what is this show about, Logan? Uh dirt bikes and dirt bike related products. Yeah, look at that. See, already doing better than last time, and I'm keeping a close eye on the audio levels. So people in the chat, if Logan and I are a lot more quiet than Jimmy, let us know and we do have a solution. So yeah, everything's doing good. Uh we do want to thank our sponsors, by the way. Uh Yamaha. We thank them a lot for coming on, becoming yep. a big sponsor. And then, uh, Jimmy, what's what's the gear that you always like to ride in? Climb. I wore climb today. I rode I rode like a hundred miles this morning. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice, nice. So I had I had to intermix two different jobs. I was driving by a place I had to go ride to see something, and uh-huh. I wore uh, what did I wear? What did I wear that was good today? Actually, I wore climb adventure boots today. Um, I've right, never worn them. Now riding uh the dirt bike and so i actually said i'm gonna i'm gonna go actually go out because i knew i was gonna be bouncing through some stuff and uh-huh. um yeah i wore them pretty good uh they're like i said they're more adventure boots so they're kind of uh they're a little bit lower they're not as tall as a normal motocross boot they have a real good lug sole mm-hmm. the interesting thing is they have the boa um adjustability so you just kind of oh, like really? uh some of the my pants have the, the climb boots yeah it has one buckle, a Velcro thing, and then a bow that like really snugs it down around your foot. And it's a pretty, pretty comfortable boot. A little bit, a little bit bulky down on the toes for, for what I'm used to. But um, I was pretty surprised at how comfortable it was. Like when you put your foot in there, just uh-huh. a really comfortable boot. And uh, it wasn't too bad on the dirt bike. So I thought it was going to be a little too soft in the sole and it didn't really bother me too much. So, yeah. I got to thank uh, DDC. I was running DDC sprockets today. Oh, uh, yeah. Trail Tech. I had, I had a Trail Tech Voyager Pro and a regular Voyager on the bike I was riding because I was uh, taking track logs of what I was doing. And uh, did you use the new mount? The new mount is on the bike. So, there we go. Yeah, it's the um, it's instead of the plastic one. This one's an aluminum one. It has more robust buttons. 
Uh, I'm pretty sure they're available now. I'm actually going to try to get, I'm going to probably see Kelly from trail tech at the event I'm going to, I'm going to the, uh, tour tech rally. This okay. is where I'm, I'm heading to the tour tech rally. Uh, I think that's the right direction. Is the phone, is the, is the camera yeah. working? The right way? Yeah. Yeah. We can see it just fine. Yeah. yeah I, I put it on the, I guess it reversed itself around, which is good. Cause usually I'm backwards. Uh, but I'll see Kelly up there. Hopefully I'll get, um, a couple more of those things. Uh, we got to thank Scott sports. So Scott yeah. goggles, I've been wearing Scott goggles since I was a little kid. Um, and Probably they been around have, that long. Uh, has been around that long, longer than that, actually. Um, really? they, the prospect goggle, which is a really awesome goggle. Um, I know that's what Logan likes, right? Yeah. Yep. So, um, Scott has come on board to help us. And then, uh, we definitely got to thank Taco Mike for, uh, hooking us up with the, uh, EXCFE performance and tech talk streaming group. Um, mm -hmm. some of you may be live in the chats. Do not be afraid to ask, um, questions, uh, especially kind of like live in our, in our chat, ask those questions there. Cause tonight we're going to do, I just thought of this. We're going to do the, uh, the, uh, bang them out round where i'm just gonna bang out the answers to the questions quickly okay yeah no no bullshit i'm just gonna go straight to the answers uh you get a pretty unfiltered uh unfiltered answer it's probably not the one you want to hear but it's the one that has 40 some odd years of experience behind it um and probably if you wonder who the hell i am um i don't like talking about myself that much but uh let's see I'm a washed up motorcycle racer, former motorcycle journalist. I teach uh, motorcycle riding techniques and work with some of the best riders in the world. Um, so not really on riding techniques. I usually work on, I just work on their brains. So yeah, that's what stuff? I do. Uh, yeah. Rally training. We do. Can you, rally talk training. About, can you talk about the thing you were doing like last week with Ricky? I don't know if they were supposed to talk about that or not. Yeah. It's rally training. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Ricky's uh Ricky's a special case. So he takes sometimes he takes a little bit, you know, he takes a little bit more of my time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. no, we 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 had an awesome, a really awesome training. I was stoked because I was really having fun on my motorcycle for some reason. I was I my recently re rebuilt KTM five hundred factory rally bike. Um uh -huh. I mean, every time we went out, I put a lot of time on the guy. I mean, it's, it's just literally smoking him. Is he in the chat room, by the way? Uh, I don't <laughs> see him in the chat room quite yet. Good. I was killing him. <laughs> there there were very few times when he was even close. Like, I mean, like I was putting mega minutes on him. Um, really? And it probably wasn't because I was taking a lot of shortcuts. Uh, you know, I knew the road book and I also had a GPS unit with oh. uh, track logs inside of it. So th those uh, had nothing to do with it? Oh, I had nothing to do with my skill or anything like that. Okay. Uh, I was all cheating, but that's, okay. you know, or so, yeah, that's just what I do in my, uh, in uh, spare time. One of my other jobs. Um, I'm also brought to you by Jimmy Lewis off-road training. Uh, if you are signed up for the tour tech rally and you are not signed up for one of my classes, you're going to miss out. It's a really good way to, uh, see what we can teach you. And I promise you, I can make you a better rider. So that's, uh, guaranteed. And then also the beginner riding class out here in Pahrump, you know, with, with yours truly. Uh, I actually yep. do have uh, some people emailing back and forth about that. So, awesome. Have, uh, yeah. We've, we've, uh, 
we've tasked Matt with the handling. If you want to actually, you don't even, you know, you don't even have to be like a beginner rider to benefit from the stuff. If you're a beginner rider, you know, coming out and doing that, doing that training is going to get you started on such a much better platform, kind of understanding, you know, balance and traction and just how to, how to control and operate the motorcycle other than just, uh, throttle turns this way, you know? Um, but, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe somebody will come out and see you or our, um, our class dates for the school just went up on the website, uh, just yesterday, I think. So those will, those October and November dates will probably sell out pretty quick. So, um, yeah, if you want to come out and get some training, um, you would be amazed at what you will learn because of the stuff that you forgot to learn when you, <laughs> when you taught right. yourself outside. Or, or yeah. just uh, some of the basics that you just never thought you need. You didn't, you didn't do it basic enough. It's Correct. Another, another common thing. Uh, but yeah, so thanks to all our sponsors. We do have you know some questions, but we also have an awesome segment of uh, Rooster Endo for you tonight. And then we actually have boxes tonight. Yeah. For, uh, oh, yeah, boxes to open up. Yeah, we actually, have uh, uh, boxes. Did, did you guys send me the link to the... To the um, to the the restream box questions, comments, things. I'm going to send it to you when uh, Logan's going to start reading the uh, the first question here. Okay. So when he does that, I'm going to get you the the link. Okay, Logan. Yeah. What's our question? Joe Doyle, missing the last ten or so shows. Who's the new teenage kid, and what's happened to Logan? I know this has probably been covered before, but it's still possible to. Is it still possible to pop start my bike once a recluse clutch is installed? I know there is some adjustments and different opinions, but was never clear on it. Thanks, Jimmy. Uh, so well, let's get to the first part. Like, did what? Did, what did you grow a beard or something like that? What I don't happened? know. I don't think yeah. so. Yeah, maybe your voice is changing. That you know, you know what they say in the. In the, in the, in, well, when you're not around, well, your dad probably says it right in front of you, your balls drop. <laughs> what so, did I just sit in on? Because I, I just heard, yeah, balls don't drop. worry about that. Yeah, you'll probably <laughs> shut me down and tell me to tell me to, to shut up. Um, is it possible to pop start my bike once a recluse clutch is installed? Uh, yes and no. Uh, it depends on the bike. And, you know, some of them, if you, if it depends on the, the the way that you can adjust the clutch lever or the clutch slave unit with the free play game. So on, on your recluse, um, you can basically, if you need to bump start your bike, you can run it, the engagement, uh, so that, so that the, it essentially would drag all the time. And then, um, because you think about the way that the recluse clutch works is you're going to, you're going to make the, the, the total gap of the, the clutch pack is you're going to make it bigger than the, than the, than the, the, the amount of the plates and the recluse EXP. Cause with that EXP expands and contracts, that's what's causing the clutch to engage and disengage. When, when the motor spins up, the wedges move out, the, the plates tighten up inside that clutch thing. So if you were 
through the through the free, free play gain adjust, if you're taking that play out, it will cause it to drag. And then generally, if you have that on there, you also have the ability to use your clutch lever. So you can get it to drag. You can bump start the bike. And then you have to start using the clutch like normal again. Um, and then, you know, if, if hopefully you can do that or hopefully uh, your battery just went a little bit dead and you can charge it back up. Usually, if you need to bump start your bike, something else is, else is wrong. Um, so, yeah. But not with, you cannot pop start the bike with the recluse installed when it's properly adjusted. Um, so I, um, I've done it before where, where I had, you know, I had a battery go bad once and I had to, you know, take all the free pay. It was on a, on a bike that did not have a Kickstarter and I took all the free play gain out of it and then, and then, uh, was able to bump start it. And it was, and I thought that I had a jump, jump pack in my, backpack which i didn't uh somebody took it out to jump start something else and never put it back so did you do that logan no nope <laughs> oh no here's okay. the answer there uh i had another i had a question revol- uh involving all of this but i totally oh. forgot it uh but george in the chat uh did did ask uh can you bump a, a slipper clutch with the uh, with recluse I don't know if you covered that or not. Bump a slipper clutch with the recluse. Um, I I uh, uh, I don't know. What's uh, I'm trying to get into the chat room right now. So what what does he mean by a slipper clutch? Uh, I'm not like, entirely sure. Like a bike, like a I think some of the KTM Adventure bikes have slipper clutches in them. Um. So this is not showing me the chat for some reason. Close. Uh are you logged in to the res- are you logged into yeah. the restream by any chance? I just I just did. Okay. So you'll be able to find the chat. Uh I see 36 people are watching it now. Yeah. Let's see word close. I don't know how this works. Chat is waiting for new messages. Are there no messages in it? No, there's messages in it. It's just that you're not gonna see what's already been in there. So you're only gonna see oh, messages from here on right. out. Yeah, right. Yeah. I'm late to the party. It's all right. Uh, there actually are some good questions in the chat, but uh, hey. I want to bust through the web questions first. Oh, there we go. Right. Okay. <laughs> so uh, cool. So, yeah, so, uh, so hit, hit me up, Logan. What's next? Uh, KTM, KTM 390 long term video. This. I I have the same bike and same mirrors. Uh, love this bike, but if we're on, if we're honest, let's just say the double take mirrors do vibrate more than the stock ones, and I've done my due diligence in tightening tightening them correctly. Really? Huh? That, okay, that's that's news to me. I've I've never had stock mirrors vibrate less than the double take ones. I mean, I'm trying to think of maybe some adventure bikes with horrible, horribly big misplaced mirrors, but um, not on not on my bike. <laughs> so, I, w- I wonder if he, I wonder if they're if he's actually using like the the true double take, or if he's using like the uh, uh, like the Ram ones because I know Ram 
uh, well, no, make a version. The, the, the double take ones use RAM mounting stuff. It's okay. it's a RAM ball that they they send you the RAM ball that screws into the the old attachment where your mirror where your stock mirror came out of. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm surprised by that, but uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that that that's not happening to you. I I don't know how you got your stock. <laughs> I wonder. Yeah. I wonder, okay, so same bike and same mirrors. This is just me just going down rabbit hole with this. Because, okay, I, I'm going to modify my bike. And a lot of times you get all the parts and you modify your bike all at once. I wonder if you went from from a, the stock type tire to a more aggressive tire at the same time he changed his mirrors. Because knobbies on adventure bikes do make them, will make the mirrors vibrate. Everything will not, it doesn't vibrate. You're feeling just the knobs hitting the ground and it makes everything mm-hmm. a little, I guess, vibrating is what it's really doing. So I, I'm curious about this. If maybe there was some other change that went to the same time as the mirror ones. Cause the, I, I tell you right now that I know that the, the double take ones on our bike, cause I, I had stock mirrors on it for a long time and then I switched just that's the, so I always do one switch at a time, one change at mm-hmm. a time they did not vibrate more. So on our bike. So, uh, Vess, I would be stoked if I had the answer to that question, or you could tell me that I'm completely full of crap. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, I, you know, when I was working at that shop in Alaska, there was one uh, customer who came in who actually had something similar, but, uh, his solution was to crank, crank like on the screw so hard that it actually left an imprint on the ball itself. From the, the, from the on, on them on some yeah. of the GPS units with the longer arms, uh-huh. uh, I have to do this. I have to really crank on it, and I and if you sometimes when you over tighten it, it loses some of the the vibration dampening that's inherently built into that RAM system. Mm-hmm. I could see I could see that. Um, so, yeah, good, cool. Next so, question: Twenty eighteen Africa Twin video, Cody. Acronado. Awesome bike. I'm good on the auto transmission, though. I'm sure it's a net positive, but the fun of riding is being in control of the vehicle, including shifting. So he doesn't like DCT, is what he's saying. He's saying, I, I think what he's saying is he's saying that he's he feels like he's losing some of the the motorcycle riding experience because of DCT. I hear people say that about the recluse clutch. So, um, yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> just, just don't buy the bike, right? Hey, no, I mean, I mean, it's, but you know, you can paddle shift the thing. So you uh-huh. still can shift it. You're just not doing it with your foot. You can shift it all you want. Actually, it'll reject some of your shifts. Like if you try to, if you try to downshift when it's too high of an RPM or you're not, you don't have enough RPM to make the upshift. It won't allow you to do it. But, mm-hmm. you know, generally you don't want to do that shift anyways. I mean, but, um, I mean, yeah. Oh, so it's like, yeah. it's like, it's like an automatic car that has like the little, you can like, or it'll, or it'll let you like shift. shift. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. So um, is, 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 so I'm not familiar with the Africa tune actually is the paddle shifters and they just like on, I'm guessing they're just on the handlebars. Like, uh, you do it with your thumbs or. Yeah, you use your um, you use your 
Uh, I don't remember. It's been a while since I've ridden one. You use, you use your thumb to do one thing, downshift, and your, or maybe you use your thumb to upshift and use your index finger kind of on the front of the instrument cluster uh, to, to, to downshift. Uh-huh. But yeah. I feel like, feel like um, we need, I feel like Ricky would know because I think I thought he rode one for some promo somewhere. I don't know. Did. I don't know which one. I don't know which model he rode. Actually, I haven't even seen that video. Heather was watching it and said, "Hey, have you seen this?" I'm like, "No. Where did that come from?" <laughs> so, I don't watch the. I didn't watch enough. Uh, you Insta use to see that the Ultranets, whatever the uh, Instagram reels. Right. What does uh, Justin Brady Bradley want to know? Oh, it's yeah. in this. Look okay. at oh. His, his phone was, was not on. He was not ready. So I saw in your test, you tried a couple FMF Megabomb headers for the new degeneration Sierra 450X. Would you have any of them laying around still that I could purchase from you? I haven't had any luck in finding one new and am, look, and am look open to buying a used one if, I, if you have it. Well... I, I, uh, no, I, um, I don't have any laying around and I wouldn't sell them to you anyways. Cause I don't, um, unlike most motorcycle journalists, uh, I do not sell off, uh, all the stuff that we get for, for free. So I either give it to the guys that help us do our testing, you know, cause generally it's on one of their bikes or, um, or it's someone that does that kind of stuff or, uh, it, goes back to the manufacturer, <clears throat> especially when it's kind of prototype stuff, which a couple of those were. Um, I think I hung, I think they ended up on big John's bike. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Um, big John uh, if, I would, think one did. Yeah. I'm I know one did. I, yeah. I know which one I know he, he really liked one of them. And so it ended up uh, going there, but yeah, uh, I don't, um, I don't sell stuff like that. So. Um, every once in a while, I'll trade somebody something if they got something for free that I like, and I have something for free that they like, and we can do some free trading. I got some snowboards like that once. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Don't don't you have a few of those uh, here out here for up snowboards? Yeah, or skis. You have something in your gear room? Yeah, I have snowboard. I've I have a uh, yeah snowboards, some skis. The skis I bought. Yeah, no, I know I bought the skis. I don't remember where I get stuff. I forget. I feel like they're they're on the wrong property out here in in the desert. <laughs> yeah, but I take off. Like you can drive you can drive up to the mountains and go skiing. Not not local. I mean, you can just over the hill. I mean, you're you you are less than twenty two miles. You're sitting less than twenty two miles from a ski resort right now. Right. We hiked. Right. We hiked up there once. We did. Oh yeah, Lee Canyon. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, you, you're, and we actually hiked right past it. I got really close to it the other day. I oh, did a little hike. So, okay, uh, what do we do? We have any any other questions? Let me see if the does the does the chat have questions. The chat does have questions. I'm gonna let Logan take care of that. I have to take care of some Zoom stuff. Yes. Some just came up for Zoom that I gotta take care of. Otherwise, we're gonna have okay. issues. Yeah, so, take care. Okay, Logan. It's just you, and Logan. <laughs> so, um. So, um, oh, we're sharing. No. You having a hard time reading it? Oh, I can see one right here. I don't David have research, so I, I, <laughs> I can see, I can't see the first questions, but I can see the other one. 
David I Miller asks, have you tried the Yamaha YZ250 Professional. X fuel-injected two-stroke? Um, no, because there is no such thing as a YZ250X fuel-injected two-stroke. This doesn't exist. Uh, I have asked the Yamaha guys that I know in testing um, about fuel-injected two-strokes, and they kind of laugh. And, and it, they laugh in a way as if they have never seen it before. So, and, and I kind of believe them. It doesn't mean that, that, that they're not testing it or they're not trying it. Um, it would, they would be, they would be dumb not to at least be trying it in some way, shape or form, but they, as you can see with the new YZ125, they actually had a really interesting name of the carburetor. It was still a Kian carburetor, but it had a name before it, which means to me that they found a way to source carburetors. And the objects of two strokes is simplicity and, you know, uh, lower cost and stuff like this. So I don't see them going that direction, uh, especially, you know, just so with Yamaha's philosophy is like, if it works, don't change it. Uh, and they're doing really good with that. Um, there are two strokes currently. Uh, so I actually, we're supposed to go ride the new YZ250 two-stroke motocross bike in a couple of weeks, or at least Trevor's going out there from what I understand. So um, are you able to see the restream yet, Logan? Um, kind of, a couple. Uh, George says, Jimmy was wearing Scott goggles when the lenses were glass, question mark. N uh, no, they, okay. they've always been on top of the, the game with the stuff Lex Lexan back when Lexan came out um I was I, I I when I was when I was just a punk kid like not much younger than you are currently Logan I had I remember I got Scott goggles because I'd been I'd been skiing when I was younger before I was riding motorcycles and we always had Scott goggles so I got good Scott goggles for riding motorcycles and um yeah they um they had Lexan. Was the, I remember that was a big deal. It was made made the plastic stronger or something. It didn't scratch. I don't remember. So uh, next one. Um, I'm taking my 16 KTM 125 SX and going to put a stock 150 SX top in with piston on it. Besides jetting in the gaskets, will I need anything else? Uh, I don't think so. I think they go, I think everything bolts right on. Um, I, I think KTM actually has a different pipe for the one, for the 150, you know, between the, the 125 and the 150, they use a slightly different pipe, but everything should uh, bolt right on. Um, good on you. Great way to get some more power. So, um, uh, I ran out of questions, so okay, that I can see. Okay, well, I, I see one from. Uh, okay, I'll grab them. Let's see. Jesse G asks, he has a 2017 KTM 1090 with 4,000 miles. What is it worth? There's one in Facebook Marketplace in Ridgecrest for 10,500. I don't know. I'm, do I look like a blue Kelly Blue Book? My name's not Kelly, and I'm not blue. Um, if that if it's worth that in Ridgecrest. 4,000 miles. Um, I remember it like, like two years ago, that bike would have been like 
seven thousand. I have I have a KTM ten ninety with about twenty thousand miles on it, and I could probably sell it for ten grand right now. <laughs> the price is the price. Yeah, I think you just got to. Uh, you just got to. Um, price is the Yes. See what it's worth. The price. All right, I'm back. <laughs> hey, um, let's see. Uh, David Miller mentions that they make the uh, Hondas without the DCT. Yes, this is true. Uh, Sean Elliott, looking forward to my Thursday AM lessons at Tour Tech. Traction and balance, or is it balance and traction? Uh, balance comes before traction. That's the way it is. <laughs> let's see um he asked what bike should i bring to my lesson a ktm 690 or cr 450x what air pressure do i want in his tires um sean you can bring either of those bikes uh we always say you will learn more on the lighter bike this is just as long as you fit on the motorcycle the lighter the bike the more you're going to learn because the more of an influence you are on the motorcycle as opposed to the motorcycle influencing you uh air pressure uh, at that on that grass field i'd have uh, 12 to 14 pounds so can you see the questions yet logan or are you yeah confused yeah i uh i had just uh i just saved the show is, is what just happened oh good yeah <laughs> yeah yeah uh that's good it's it, this show it, it means more than saving yeah yeah no it probably need, it probably needs a new host uh i'm going to uh disagree with you on that one i think the hosting has actually improved <laughs> tonight uh it's just the the host uh all, did have to leave so you, the remote you know, host there is, yeah. is well i don't know can you really be the host and be remote i don't know if that really works yeah okay i'm the just the i'm the guest uh, call guest well did you i, I did you, did you get us a call in guest I did not get us to call in guests because we I were drive two more miles. So, well, well, we were uh, over here just, uh, you know, playing around with the audio levels and everything, trying to make sure what happened last time we did this uh, does not happen again. Uh, right. Because that was that, that was pretty bad. <laughs> hey, Logan, tell me about the YZ125 and the 250. Uh, oh, um. <laughs> and you, you, you practiced your announcer voice and everything, right? Yeah, kind of. It's really good. Okay, let's hear it. Let's hear the announcer voice. Um, experience peer no, performance. No, 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 no. It doesn't start with um. It's not an announcer. You know, yeah. you know, yeah. you know, um, you know. Uh, so, so I say, Logan, you read it, and you just go straight into the very first word you see. Experience peer performance and exhilarating power with the full lineup of Yamaha YC two-stroke bikes. Visit YamahaMotorsports.com today to explore what's new for 2022. The revised YZ125 makes for the perfect step-up machine, featuring all-new engine, revised six-speed transmission, new brakes and suspension setups, settings, uh, improved rider ergonomics, and new aggressive styling, and more. The YZ250 also ha delivers improved rider ergonomics, new front and rear brakes, updated suspension settings, and aggressive styling. For a truly race-inspired look, check out the YZ250 and YZ125 Monster Energy Yamaha Racing Editions. And for the next generation of riders, the YZ65 and YZ85 
and YZ85LW delivers big bike specs in a larger package. Visit YamahaMotorsports.com. Find your Yamaha YZ and enter Victory Zone today. Yeah. It's much Take improved. Yeah. 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 Logan, how many times did you... did? So, how many times did you read that when you were doing our audio testing? Um, no, not ten? um. Not <laughs> um, just, just the question. Ten. Ten. Ten, yeah. It's I would agree with that. Audio. We, I would agree with that. We... Instead of doing our normal test phrase, the ad reads were the test phrase for our audio checks. Yeah. So we have exceptionally long audio checks here. You know that you know that you know that pull up bar that when you walk into the out of the office into my house? Yeah. And there's that thing. So so I'm gonna get a piece of paper here and I'm gonna start making a mark every time you say um and it's push ups and pull ups. The chat could also right. keep track. That'd be that'd be awesome. I'll tell you what, you'll you'll lose your appetite for that word really quick. <laughs> yeah always trying to learn here logan always learning always hey yeah, always uh, robert uh let's see uh fje from youtube has a question hey jimmy what are your thoughts on the beta rrs four strokes um i haven't written one for a couple years uh, i'm putting the mark down for that um by the way yeah Oh, for me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I smoothed it right into the question. It doesn't count. You got to go right into the question. You don't know, need to smooth into it. You I have so. you have it ready. The yeah. first word you I think to, is what? I it wasn't it wasn't like it wasn't like the the words were prepared for me. I'm actually buying some time in my head to get this question. That that question is hard to process. So okay. Well, you know, Jimmy, I'm just trying to help you out here because I know you've been I, wanting more physical activity. So we're inspiring you to do more pull-ups. Okay. And I need you to, I need you to go on a run with me too, by the way. Yeah. So, so that's another word I'll use to, to stall out. I haven't written them for, for a few years. I used to I used to like um the 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 390, I think was the one I really liked. Um in the big one always kind of felt a little bigger and heavier than kind of the KTM ones, which is sort of typical. And they didn't get as light as the two, the two stroke betas do. So, but it was, it was kind of a more chunky four stroke power. Um, their fuel injection wasn't as tight as the, as the KTM stuff, but I, I really need to ride a newer version of those, but I don't think that there's anything there's, there's not, nothing bad about them. You know, they're pretty, pretty decent. I mean, everything, Beta's very conservative company. They're just taking their time, making sure everything's right. And I, I'm pretty sure they're going to be coming out with something pretty new here soon because they, they're, they're talking about going racing and they're not going to go racing with, you know, something they've been, you know, racing motocross, that is. Um, and they've been winning out in the desert and they've got guys that are winning uh, hair and hounds and, you know, stuff like that. So I did see like some uh some uh rumors being floated around that uh they are asking the ama right now what's what's the minimum that they need uh for manufacturing in order to join like supercross and motocross yeah well they, i mean that's all that's all homologation stuff and they right. they they know that it's all put in a rule book and and the i because i think that they'll you know, they, if they're not going to, they're not going to race with the old bike, I wouldn't think not, not at least in the, in the current 
for them. So there's got to be something new. And I think with COVID and all this stuff like that, they're probably having a hard time getting that many of the whatever the new thing is out right, there. Like is, parts and I, resources. Is my, yeah. So um, what does Robert King want to know? Jimmy, my wife just started riding dirt bikes at the age of 54. She currently rides a 1999 TTR 225. It's a tank and a pile of cramp crap i'm looking for something newer for her it needs to be light lower and none of them stupid fat tires bikes in the 200 to 300 cc range any tips on a bike for her what about a new yamaha a new ttr 250 i'm pretty sure they still make those since Yamaha sponsoring this sponsoring this show, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say the two thirty. Do they make the two TTR two fifty? No, it's a two fifty now. I believe they they Is had the, they also had the T. So the, there was the TTR, and then the XT. There was and the XT used to be the two twenty five also. So I I'd have to look at their at their you know their TTR range, but in reality, um, back to Beta Beta X trainers are really, really good bikes because they're small. Um, and I actually kind of prefer that one over the KTM free rides, which are kind of, I don't even know if they're really bringing those in anymore. Um, they sure haven't been promoting it if they are. Uh, but, uh, the, you know, cause you're probably looking for something with a lower seat height. And then the good thing about, especially the beta free ride or the beta X trainer is that is since it's a two-stroke and it's it's really light. And even when you go to bikes like TTRs or Honda Sierra 250 um, Ls or Xs, they're they're quite heavy um, because they're, you know they're built with heavier stuff and the motors are heavy. So um, yeah, uh, X trainer is my guess. So you you actually brought up a point that something I uh, I didn't really realize until you mentioned it. That KTM hasn't really been promoting that free ride after they brought it over. Uh, do you do you know why? Is it just not selling well, or I, I'm almost guessing that if they still are bringing it over, they're selling plenty of them, um, right. and they don't really need to promote it. I mean, they promoted it when it's new, and it probably has a little bit of a following. But I haven't, and they're bringing over so many different models. I just can't. I can't keep track. Right. Because, um, but it I, was it was kind of an awkward bike. I mean, I had fun on it because. It's a little bit like a. It has it has a little bit more of a trials feel where the where the beta has a real dirt bike feel to it. Uh huh. And the 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 free ride had a had a more of a try. It had it was like they they kind of filled in the gap on a trials bike where there wouldn't be a seat and they kind of put some stuff in there. Um, you know, gas tank and and so, um, yeah, that's the bike. What well, would would anything there wouldn't be anything there because uh. They wouldn't be promoting it less because of like the gas gas trials bikes by any chance, would they? Like zero correlation there, you think? I'm just I'm no, just asking no, questions. I, I, don't, I don't think so. Okay. But yeah. No, I doubt it. Which I, I thought I would see. K, I thought we would see like KTM uh, trials bikes or something come out of that gas gas deal, but haven't yet. <laughs> You're right. Um. What does SS want to know? Good idea. Logan. Thanks. I, <laughs> part numbers, just in case. What? I don't 
Look at the pipe part numbers. Um. Okay. Logan, whatever. You, this I, is, this I is your job, Logan. Yeah. Logan. I was I was trying to see what Yamaha was making. It's the two thirty. Oh. The Honda or, or Yamaha has the TTR two thirty. Yes. Right. That's that's a good bike, and they actually slimmed it down, lightened it up a little bit. But those are those are those that that's a really good bike. The CRF two thirty Kawasaki has KL KLXs that are good good um, bikes, but they're all kind of. I mean, in reality, it's not that much of a different kind of pile of crap than that nineteen ninety nine that you're talking about. <laughs> right. We we have no, we don't have a TTR two twenty five. We have XT two fifties. Oh, is that what those are? I thought they were. No, no, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Those are TR. No, those are TTR two fifties. Yeah, so I, thought, I thought they were two two twenty fives yeah, or two fifties. They're two fifties, and they're they're like two thousand and four vintage or something like that. And those are those are good beginner bikes. They're a little bit they're a little bit bigger than the the than the than the two twenty fives were. The two twenty five was a whole different whole different bike, a little bit smaller. So, huh, Ghost Rider host. Ghost Rider host. That's what I am. <laughs> I don't know. We just say uh, we just say you just abandoned Logan and I here. Yeah, we got uh, that. Yeah, so somebody already replied the Beta X trainer. See now, San Felipe Bob used to be the biggest Yamaha guy out there. Now he owns a Beta, and what's he doing? Just throwing Beta um, around He's quite a, beta. a bit. Beta guy now. Wait, he he he's not on his. Uh, was it a WR that had all the stickers on it? He's not on that anymore. No, no, he's he's beta three hundred guy now. Oh, Ryan Ward wants to know if I have any tips for riding Moab coming from the piney woods of Texas. Yeah, the rocks are really sticky when you have your tires touching them. When any other part of your bike touches the rocks, it's very slippery. So try to keep the tires on the ground. And then the sand is also really soft right next to the rocks. Um, run a uh, run to Ken to equilibrium. That's my advice. Ken to equilibrium, uh, rear tire, uh, Parker DT in the front. That's what I recommend. There we go. Um, oh, dang it. So Jordan Siegel. Or, yeah. What oil change interval would you recommend for KTM 500 XCF? Have been doing them very eight hours or so as it looks black and runny if at 10 hours plus. Uh, Jordan, so the oil change, what, what I recommend is whatever KTM recommends in their manual. Uh, well, what what I do is probably different than that uh by by quite a bit and it depends on how hard you're riding the bike um you know how much and and, and they're not not like like you're hard on the bot and not like just because you're a faster rider or something you actually may be easier on the bike but so are you hard on the clutch are you slipping the clutch a lot um are you letting the bike heat up uh, the clutch is what's going to kill your oil. If you're not using your clutch, you can run that oil for a long, long time. I know this because I run mine. Let's see. I'm going to think about how many. So 
the, I just changed on the bike I brought back from our rally training and that bike had probably at least, actually I know it had, it had 18 hours on it because I looked at the, 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 the timer since for the break-in and all the setup stuff that I did and riding around before we did rally training. Then after rally training, it had 18 hours on it and I changed it because I felt bad for it. (laughs) (laughs) So, but it was fine. It actually, it actually wasn't that, wasn't that bad, but, um, you're, you're, you know, if you're, if you're doing it at eight hours and they, Let's see, eight hours or so as it looks black and runny at 10 hours. I don't know that that two hours is killing it between eight and 10. It could be because the thing with oil is it it's good until it's not good. And then it goes downhill really bad because when it stops doing its job of lubricating stuff, then it starts collecting all the contaminants and the bad shit. So, um, yeah, just uh, it's oil's cheap. You know, oil is oil is cheap. So do it, do it a little more regular if you're worried about it and, uh, call that. Yeah. He just put it in the chat that he's pretty easy on the clutch and he rides a lot of sand. Let's see. Easy on the clutch and riding sand. (laughs) Usually those two things don't go in hand in hand, but maybe he's doing it. He's doing it right. That's, that's good. I mean, (laughs) I think I'm trying to think what, what, I think the eight hours is kind of around what KTM sort of recommends. I think they do it more in kilometers. You know, they say X amount of kilometers. Right. But as it should be, his metric system yeah. is better. Uh, David Miller says, riding in Moab, hurry, it's about to close down. Uh, no, uh, that's not true, David. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you that, that there is a lot of opposition in the town of Moab to the increased use from the loud pipe disrespectful UTV community, which isn't normal. Uh, but with, with all of the new people coming in and, and everybody, you know, it's, it's, it's getting a little bit overrun and there's people in town that are trying to calm it back down, but, uh, it's not going to close down. Uh, that's, that's, a that's false. Just when you do go there, try to be um, respectful. You know, just just be a good good off roader, and um, then we won't have these kind of these kind of problems. So negative. It's a nineteen ninety nine TTR two twenty five. Uh, I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> oh, so here, uh, so George had, was doing some research and he, uh, he found a quote. I'm going to guess it's from Yamaha's website or somewhere. It's, uh, the quote is, uh, the Yamaha TTR 250 is an entry level trail bike that Yamaha produced from 1999 to 2006. Those, those are the ones that we have in our school. Those are the ones we have two of those as rentals. Right, right. Uh, that's, to compete. That's the preferred, the preferred street bike of Crazy Nate Shockwa. Really? Yeah, street bike. That's his street bike. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, I always saw him like on a on a DR. I, I don't know. Well, why. He, well he, yeah, he had a DR, but that that got too big for him, and he he downgraded. He downgraded to the. Uh, he downgraded to the um, the the D, the TTR uh, two fifty okay. uh, as as his street bike. So okay, uh, should we move on to? 
let's see. So, so go ahead. And if you guys have any more questions that are burning, uh, holes in your pocket, uh, go ahead and ask them on the, on the chat. We'll come back to that. Let's move on to the rooster endo rooster endo. Yeah. So if you are watching, if you are watching this or you're listening to this, remember, um, you can always comment, uh, make comments on the YouTube videos and, or our post on Facebook. That's where a lot of time we grab the information uh, from to answer your questions. Um, you can email us at uh, any of our, any of my name, my name at dirtbiketest.com. We'll generally get you some sort of a response. I'll tell you what show we will talk about this on. Uh, I was kind of wondering how, uh, how the, uh, the, the, the cataloging of our past episodes is going, Logan. So on the time that I will be driving in the truck that I'm not driving, riding in a truck, I will be doing that. Ooh, that's multitasking. How come you're not driving? You drive too slow? Uh, no, we're going to be splitting the time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Marathon drive. There we go. I'm, I'm, I'm past. I think I'm almost past where you've got to go to right now. Yeah, maybe. I'm in. I don't know where I'm at. Somewhere in Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> so, somewhere along the side of the road. Yeah, it's just some a, truck. the just nomadic a, lifestyle of Jimmy Lewis. Truck stop. No, I haven't been traveling this year. I've been staying home. You know, COVID, right? Right, uh, right. So cool. good, good on that, Logan. Looking forward to the multitasking. We're gonna have our. Then I can. Then I can just you know point at you and refer back to the episode that the question so this whole show will be oh just listen to episode this and episode that um hey pretty soon we're gonna have uh partner partner promotions with uh rocky mountain yeah yeah we'll be looking forward to it we will have a um uh well we're still working on integrating into our website but you'll be able to if you're gonna buy from rocky mountain um we will have some affiliate linking stuff there, um, which will be pretty cool. Um, Matt's been, uh, Matt and I have been out on the prowl trying to, you know, get this stuff uh, working so we can bring this to you. I won't want to say commercial free, but honestly, <laughs> we, can, we can bring you, these companies believe in what we're doing and they're willing to find ways to, uh, to help. Uh, support us, support you, support the sport, support those people. So, anyways, more news on that when we have it. Uh, what's our first bike, Logan? So, this um, is oh, here. Okay. Ron Cor- Corey, 2021 Sherco SE300 factory, been adding stuff to survive the bad rocks. Is adding stuff since he. Took the photo. I'm guessing I'm, since he got it. <laughs> uh, I, there's a lot of stuff on this bike. So so uh Ron was light on the keyboard, but you know, I have not ridden the Sherco uh yet, not recently, not in the last four or five years. Uh would like to, as uh, you know, seeing a lot of people hop on those things, that's pretty interesting. Um they seem to be uh doing pretty good. He's got a lot of stuff on on that thing. He's I see I see he's got the little um 
protectors underneath the bottom of the fork legs. That's good. He's got like a lot of stuff on the forks. He's got wraparound hand guards, uh, skid plates, clutch cover protectors. Um, the one thing that confuses me is he has race tech stickers, but then KYB suspension. Well, I think the KYB, the thing that the KYB fork guard sticker is on, uh, um, I st- I'm pretty sure the Shurkos come with Kaaba stuff. That's one of the, that's one of their 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 things. But Race Tech works on on all on suspension. Yeah, 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 they they work on uh, all the different stuff. Got so, it. Uh, um, I see he's protecting his bike for the crash. I'm guessing Ron. I I can identify that riding area. That's the cinders out of Flagstaff. I've been there before plenty of times. Uh. So no dings in the pipe. So he hasn't really started using any of this stuff. Let's keep it that way, Ron. Um, yeah. yeah, there is like scuff marks on the side on the side of the bike. Pretty sure. Yeah. So yeah, I think I so. Can. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna enhance so I can actually see it and the audience can see it. Yeah, there's some right. scuffing like on the frame guards and on yeah. the gas tank a little bit. Stop dropping it. Come and see me. I can teach you how to ride it better. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'll bring it here. If, if you come to the class, it boosts uh, it boosts your score, your rating. That, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it goes right in the middle, and then and then we'll decide later if it goes up or down. Yeah. Yeah. If 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 I get a picture in a few months and has more scratches, then then you know that you really need to come see us. And if it if it if if you show up, it'll stay the same amount of scratch because you won't tip over anymore. Hundred percent. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Next. Perfect. Where? Oh, in the middle. Okay. All right. right so the, the next one. So while you do on, that, I'm going to read the next on, one. Just on the north side of Travis. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. I, I keep seeing my, uh, I keep looking down and I see my my picture on the back side of this board. It's a good spot right. for it, honestly. Uh, cool. So this is uh, Blaine Dunn's bike. I'm going to make sure the our viewers can see it. I'll blow it up nice and big. Bike on the back of a it's on the front of a... Okay, I have a question for Blaine. Does transporting your bike like this affect the cooling of your truck? Because... That's a valid I question, did, actually. Huh? It is. Well, I, I'm asking this question because I did this on my Jimmy Mover, my uh, Lance Camper. I put my KTM 500 on the front like that and uh, going into Tonopah, and, this, and it wasn't that hot, uh, my truck started overheating and the, the, the fan clutch went out. So I don't know if those two things were, I, I think the fan clutch overheated and then it, and then it, and then it wouldn't, it wouldn't stay on and then it didn't cool the truck down on the grade. So, uh, so if, uh, Blaine is watching, if he could, uh, let us know how that affects the cooling on that truck, I'd, I'd like that. But what do we got there, Logan? What, what is it? Um, 2017 Sarah 450 RX Scott stabilizer undermount black Excel Takasago heavy spokes with red anodized hubs with crush, cush hub, cush, cush hub, cush, cush hub built. By Woods Wheel Works. Wheel Works. Yeah. Uh, seat concept, Cycra handguards, Baja Designs, Pro Lighting, Trail Type Vapor built, Sparky, uh, 
oversized IMS tank, street legal, Ricky Stater wound for free being his first 450RX motos. Desert. His, his, uh, I think the, the lines, the lines got convinced here because, um, mo- it, uh, the, the, the motos are the tires. Yeah. They're not, it's not part of the stator, but, uh, motos, desert tractionator. I might have copied that wrong then. Uh, motos, yeah. desert tractionator, heavy duty tubes. He's got, a, he's got his bike all set up there. It looks like a, he's done a lot of work that thing. He's trying to make it into a KTM, I think. No, just yeah. kidding. <laughs> well, no, this is a, this is actually a seven, this is a 2017, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I actually, this was actually the first 450 I've ridden and actually enjoyed thoroughly. That, that bike. Yeah. Yeah. I remember you had one for dirt bike test. And yeah. It, it's, yeah it, so he's taken his RX and kind of turned it into an X in a way. So, yeah. so he started with the more competition one and, and, uh, did all this stuff backwards. To, yeah, well, no, I don't think it's backwards. Well, it's not backwards, it's sort of for himself. Yeah, the way a lot of people um, decide to go do that. Um, so, yeah, nice, nice bike. I'm, I'm not a, I'm not big on those tires. Um, uh, I like the seat. I know the seat's good. Um, all the other stuff that. So going to that Cush Drive, uh, that's a, that's an expensive set of wheels. Let's tell you that right now. I know this. I just got a set of W wheels for my KTM 500 that I'm riding at the uh, at the doing dem- demos and stuff on. And man, they are pretty and not not inexpensive. But it is so nice to have a nice round set of wheels on my bike. Um, yeah, I, I, I I'm I'm liking what he did there. Uh, I, he has the he has the the big aluminum skid plate on there. And I'm also worried about that, how that affected the the handling of that motorcycle because it's already stiff, right? And, right. And that can make it even even stiffer. But uh, yeah, it does have a climb st- uh, climb sticker on it too. It has a climb sticker on it, so put it up <laughs> higher on the chart. So All right. what, what's our what's our next one? So the next one is going to be uh, Rick uh, Gom. Rick Gom. Go he's a he's a regular viewer. Yeah, oh. I remember well, the I, name. He's been uh, I think he's been waiting a while to get uh, to get his bike on here. He, he this is actually some of the leftovers from that very first post. This is one of those bikes. Hey, I I, I like. He's he sent in a picture of his bike in a in a in a very compromised. He's on a he's on a nice trail up in a canyon. It looks like some King of the Motos type. Yeah, uh, that, type trails. it's funny. I actually thought it was King of the Motos when I first saw this picture. Yeah, it 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 does. I don't recognize exactly that spot. Uh, I see he's in the Huntington Beach Motorcycle Club. I see his club stickers on there. HBMC. So yeah, they they put on a really good dual European scrambles every year that I used to like riding. Okay. Uh, so he's got a 2021 KTM 300 XCW TPI race tech suspension, FMF gnarly with turbine core, uh, bulletproof rad guards, GPR V4 damper with top clamp, Dunlop AT81 with platinum nitro mooses, pull strap front and rear. 
uh, all else is all else is stock. Trevor Trevor would like this bike. <laughs> yes, he, he has all he has all he has all Trevor's he has all Trevor's stuff on there. So if you would have just stopped at 2021 KTM 300 XCW TPI, it would have gone you know pretty pretty far onto the chart. But um, let's see how many how many sponsor products does he have on ours, and they're not tugger pull straps. So it's uh, yeah mm, yeah can't say any of those names again. Yeah, uh, uh, middle to lower lower side, Rick. Um, Got to change up all the. You got to start hooking up with the sponsors on the show. Yeah, I know you need DDC sprockets. If, if it was a Yamaha with DDC sprockets and you know some uh, Kenda tires, I like the I like the Nitro Mooses though. Good on the Nitro Mooses. Right, right. Uh, oh, he also he, he would also need Trail Tech stuff. You know, Voyager would really help him out. Yeah, having a Trail Tech Voyager on there so you can follow the King of the Motos course would be really right. good. Yeah, all those things. <laughs> all those things yeah so no, the next one's you oh, don't you know we're, we're not bought off here on this show at all it did <laughs> like like you can't you, like the sponsors will not sway my opinion on anything guys should be nicer to the reader the viewers though right uh i think they like us because we're not the nicest oh they're uh okay yeah yeah <laughs> it, it, we, we have personality here, you know. Okay, is that what they call it? They're like asshole? <laughs> I didn't say what type of personality, but right. Yeah, no, yeah. Okay. I've been driving all day, so you got to give me a break. All I all I see is like dotted yellow lines. Next, Dave Black with his stock 2021 KTM 300 XC. TPI with Mako. Oh, oh, you, you see, you should have stopped there. It would have shot right to the thing, but here we go. We're going to take another really good bike and wait a minute. This picture of this bike is in. It's inside. It's in a house. It's in a living room with a wine glass and fine art behind it. So, but here's what's really interesting is if you zoom in, there's dirt on the tires too. There's dirt in the tires. Yeah. And it's in a house. Like I'm going to enhance it for the audience. But there's dirt for sure on these tires. And he brought this okay, into his, his house. Does his wife know that his motorcycle is in the house? Or does he even have a wife? Well, yeah, I mean, with a, with nice art like that, I don't know. I would say there's actually interior decorating there. So I'm going to assume there's there's a wife or there's, or or a husband. There, there's there's someone there who knows how to interior decorate because oh, another, riders cannot. another husband, another <laughs> husband. So we're not judging, right? We're not judging. No, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah. Hey, whatever, whatever works, man. Um, SS just okay, said so, he's divorced so, guaranteed for this. <laughs> he's divorced. Uh, okay, Logan, keep going down the thing there. He's got the Mako 360. Um, tubeless, Sycra, handguards, decals, new spring. It's pretty close to stock. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Mako 360 is like a vibration dampening um, triple clamp. And I, I've tested them, and they they definitely do they do work uh, differently than some of the other systems and stuff. Um, it's kind of like it's it's similar to what um, flex bars do, but different. Um, tubeless is again um, new tech. They um, 
if you want to run really low air pressure and have the tunability that you can't sort of get with a moose, that's good there. Um, Cycler handguards are always really good. Uh, the decals are, that's his number, I guess, decals. And the spring, which is probably set up for his weight. So that's a good bike. He hasn't, he hasn't, yeah. he hasn't successfully jacked it up, but I'm not sure about it being inside the house. He needs a trail tech kickstand though. You know, you know what, Jimmy? If if they're cold, if it's if you're cold, they're cold, and they need to be brought inside. You know? Uh, no, no. <laughs> I, don't uh, even bring, I, I don't even bring my cat in the house. Okay, and I like my cat. My right, motorcycles right. don't even come that close. They stay. They're 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 fine out outside. But uh, I mean, they, if you really wanted to do it, he'd have it up. He'd have it up on that little table. That you take the art down, just throw that out in the garage, and just set the KTM on a stand on that thing and just like, look, just look at it, I guess. Well, I don't know. Well, it, it really brightens the room. It adds a modern touch to the room. <laughs> it's really nice. It's, it's a nice centerpiece. Honestly, I, I would, I would keep it. I hey, keep hey, it. for for a guy that's got the balls to bring that thing inside the house, like put it rank high. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, David yeah, Miller right? did have a, David Miller did say this is actually typical TPI rider behavior. Uh, a carb rider would have actually left it out front. Well, the good thing, here's the other thing about the, the, the fuel injected bikes. They don't leak until you tip them upside. You have to get them literally upside down before fuel comes out of it. Yes. So that's absolutely that, upside down. <laughs> Logan knows this very well <laughs> from experience, right? Yes. Tested that personally. Right. Um, Logan, are you going to bring your uh, 300 TPI into the house tonight? Um, well, I brought yes. it into the office, but other than <laughs> well, that, not in my you house. It in, you brought it into the office where? Your Here? house? At, what, yeah. Did we, do, we did that on purpose? I no. think he just brought the engine in. Oh, yeah. yeah the yeah. engine a came while in. Ago, but- I think, I think, I think, you know, for your, for your Instagram, because everybody follows you on Instagram, right? You have a lot of followers now. Seven or not. More than, look at more, that. more than George. You should, you should, <laughs> um, you should put your, your KTM 300 TPI. You should take it to bed with you tonight. It, you and go. yeah, it's just, yeah. you know, yeah, you know, take it to bed with you to post that up in, on the gram. That'll be your most liked photo. Um, uh, on your whole Instagram account. Okay. Yeah, I'm just trying to help you because I everything I I listen I listen to some some guys that are in this in in our industry talk about how uh, Instagrams uh, Instagram how many followers people have is more important than results, and I about shit myself. Uh, and I understand it. I totally understand it. But then then it's like. Uh, so now you're more interested in having this guy do an image thing and he's not going to do his training and practicing. So you're all of a sudden your parts and products or gear are now in fifth or seventh place, as opposed to being on the guy that's winning. And then slowly we don't care anymore unless you make super hot videos. You know what? Here's, and here's, here's the problem with that is because your sister could post anything on Instagram, uh, tomorrow, Logan, and it'll get way more likes than whatever you do, even if you do sleep with your motorcycle. Yeah. Just let that be a lesson to you kids. Um, Jerome, I'm off off my, uh, off my own podium. Okay. Uh, I was going to say, do you you need to have some wine to to go with that? (laughs) No, I got to drive. I got to, I got to drive two more hours. I'm drinking water. 
There, okay. Um, Gerard, Jarlene, cop stop shocks, cop motor, cop brakes, cop tires. It's a model. That's that's Blues Brothers shit right there, my friend. It's 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 a model made before the catalytic converter convert converter, so it runs good on regular gas. Gerard Gerard Jardine. Um, this looks like a this looks like a plastic toy. It looks like it, they just. It looks like he had just looked up a Google image and then put put that. Yeah, of a cop of a cop Harley. Yeah, yeah. It goes. It goes. Now, now let me be very specific with this, um, Logan. It goes underneath George's uh, three wheeler. Underneath. <laughs> underneath George's because because that's what George used to ride for work. George probably is like thinking that this is the best bike ever. He's he's probably logged hundred thousand miles on one of these things as a as a motor cop, and he he I he still I hear him talking about how good those things were, but um, yeah, it's got round tires on it, so it just goes right to the bottom of the right also, to the bottom. Also, please submit your own pictures. <laughs> Please, please submit some more. Oh yeah, yeah, your own yeah. pictures. Yeah, you can't yeah, uh, originality here. Yeah, you can't, I still want to know, Blaine. I need to know how that how that affected the cooling on your truck. <laughs> I think he put it in the in the chat. Actually, I think he's in the chat. I got it. I got to talk to um. I got to talk to Joe Holler because he 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 builds these things, and uh, I'll see. I'll because he he would probably know about that too. Because I got a little scared. I actually so after after so after my fan clutch went out, and I managed to 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 lock it up so that the fan always spun so it would keep it cool i actually took cardboard and built a ducting like almost like a formula one car in Uh fact like you know you know how you know how meticulous i am with these things like this so it was it was formula one level quality work with the duct tape and the and the cardboard cardboard, uh and i directed air into the radiator i managed to uh you know after i went riding for four days i did get home and uh So uh, it did. It did work, but I don't know if it was the fan, the clutch, the fan clutch going out, or I don't remember exactly uh, what the what the I don't know what the cause was to, to cause that, but I think maybe the the fan clutch couldn't cool itself, and uh, yeah, that that could be the problem. So, well, I'm glad you had a solution that you could uh, sell online. Uh, for a very reasonable price. Yeah, I just I I got the I I went I went to the heart the auto parts store in Tonopah, and they said they usually have that fan clutch there, but they just didn't have one that day. So, um, they just didn't want to sell it to you. Man, that that uh that bringing your bike in the house drew a lot of response. So yeah. Logan, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure you need to uh yeah sleep with your KTM tonight. How did that? How did how did, did you race this weekend, Logan? Yeah. How did that? Oh, yeah. How did that KTM treat you? Um, good. Did it didn't blow up? Nope. And how did you? How did you do? Um, eighth and sixteenth. Eighth and sixteenth out of how many yeah. guys? So the sixteenth place one was out of seventy-two guys, and then the eighth was out of 
22 guys, I think. Oh. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. 72 guys. Yeah. Big class. Oh, yeah. And this was a works race? Yes. Oh. I thought works races were, uh, they had smaller classes than, than, than 72. Yeah, guys. it's it's the open 450 class. Oh, so, okay. Okay, that makes more sense. Or open C. So everybody's that's a C rider rode in it. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes a lot more sense then. That that was my class when I did uh, you know, for all six of my races. <laughs> Open C. We need to we need to work we need to work on the speed. We need to get you up on that podium, Logan. <laughs> well, he should he should just join you and uh Ricky for rally training. I'm sure that'll help with speed. Different no, that doesn't help. That's 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 different kind of different kind of training. Got to go out and hammer motos. That's it. We got to ride. You got to ride around the circle. Got to ride around the circle. We got to get the flat track going again. I'm a little disappointed. There's been no flat track activity, but don't have time to water that thing. Um, figure eights. Yep, it all help. Yeah, no, you should. Uh, I think you've shown me how to water the flat track once, but you you say I'm not good at water watering. It's uh, it's a it's it's a learned it's a learned skill because I mean you gotta there's there's a there's a technique to it. it sure helps when it rains though. Right, right. <laughs> do you need no. do you need to uh, get more sand for it? Nope, nope. The dirt mix is really good right now. Um, it's it's uh, it just it just needs to be just needs to be tended to. So right, right. Hey, okay. any other? We have new messages. Uh, I thought I saw a couple other ones, but, uh, really, really, I, what I've learned from today's show is that we need to put a bike in the house, a bike in the, um, yeah. well, we have motors, but we have motors yeah. right here. Yeah. But if we, if yeah, we have, we, we need a bike and then really good interior decorating. Hey Logan, what's in the box, bro? Oh, Yeah, this is our segment. Yeah. Like, what's in, what do we what do we get? <laughs> yeah, there we go. No, he knows. Hey, he can, already knows. How come we didn't get Ricky to wear the? Um, oh, yeah, this is this here. this should be getting the view count should just start going through the roof now. It should be. You know what? Why? I I thought we had talked about putting Ricky in the hat too. Like I remember this conversation of having. He's the one. You know, him and his him and his girlfriend got us the hat. Right. Right. So. This so, is a, this is our it's our new it's our it's my new Scott goggles right yeah yeah so we have the uh, the prospect amplifier which is marble black and white with a rose uh, with rose accents I believe so we have that this is stuff we're gonna be we're gonna be testing here for dirt bike tests or using for photo models and stuff right right and then we also have uh, Scott Fury right here and then uh, Scott Prospect. But it's not a prospect sample. One of those had a one of those had a really bitchin' lens in it. Uh, one of, this one right here has a blue lens. I'm gonna hold it up to the yeah. camera. That that's cool. That's cool, and it's mirrored. And Logan and I were actually talking about it before. To me, it's like if it's not a mirrored lens, I don't really want it unless it's like dark out. So uh, right, I'm kind of like drooling over this blue lens because you know blue crew. Uh, right, and uh, I'm not talking about the Yamaha sponsorship. Talking about my my. Who's a Berg 300, which is still a build in progress. I was, you, you told me to wait to buy parts until this Rocky. Yeah, Mountain we're gonna thing. we're gonna buy parts through our affiliate link at at, at Rocky Mountain, but we're gonna get that set yeah. up. That's like that's like next. Because what do you have to buy? A whole new starter? Uh, I do need to buy a new starter, but then I still needed to do. Uh, I still need to fit a pet, do the patch job on that. Uh, oh, one spot. And 
Yeah, you know, last week I was just I was so busy with with the GoPro stuff, which by the way, I don't I'm okay if I never touch another GoPro. <laughs> that was yeah. Uh, so, hey, the other so, so some of the other things with Scott goggles, um, they they make a light sensitive lens, which I, I have a the the goggles I've been wearing the most have been lately have been light sensitive lenses. And then um they also have an enduro one that's like a double pane uh that doesn't fog. And that was something that they had struggled with in the past and it's gotten way, way better. So if you've had bad luck with um Scott goggles and kind of anti-fog in the past, uh I noticed a big improvement on that. So those are um those are uh pretty good. Some somebody's saying we should bring back the cat if we want ratings. You're right. Um, but uh cat's hard to contain in the house. It's not really a house cat, it's a wild animal. And the, the cat handler killing. is is celebrating a birthday. Yeah, who's the cat handler? Is it Eric? Erica is the one who brought it in last time, isn't she? Yeah, is it her birthday? Yeah, it's her birthday today. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, happy birthday to uh, to Erica. Yeah. Erica. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure, she's not celebrating with my cat. <laughs> she's not celebrating with your cat. No. Hey, do we do we have another box back there, Logan? We do. Yes. What 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 could this be in the box? Anybody want to guess? Is it another cat in the box? No, I didn't. Oh, did we, the, did we bring the cat out of a box Select. last time? No, I think we the cat ended up in a box. Put the cat point. in a box. Yeah, I ended think. up. In a box. It likes no, that. Just a raw. It's a what? Yep, just a raw. Uh, does the rock weigh? Well, let's see it. Just a rock in there. Why is there a rock in the climb box? It's, it is just is that a rock. rock. It is just a rock. What did you think it was? Maybe I thought uh, it was a cool rock that had like gold no, in it. No, because I, I took the helmet with me. Look. Ah. Yeah. I, 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 see the, I see the setup. Uh, yeah, it was a setup. I, <laughs> so <laughs> I, got a, I got a new Climb F3. Uh, which I'm pretty stoked on because uh, I needed my, my other one was really stinky and bad, even as much as I watched it. But I needed a new colorway for all my photo modeling stuff. So I got this. This is what they call um, what, what's what does it say on the box? Like what, what do they call it? Like something uh, white camo. I've, and I don't I'm, I don't think you can see it here. I don't think you could see it here, but like it has like a, it it's literally like a, it's hard to see, but it's like white camo. And I imagine in the right kind of light, um, we could see it. Looks it. pretty, yeah. But this is a very very light helmet. And there's a reason for it. It's a it's a east it's an ECE helmet. Assault camo. Okay. And so it's a it's it's actually non DOT. And so it's an ECE helmet. And like I always say, F equals MA. So it wouldn't be something I would use like on, on the, you can't use it on the street. It's not really um, for the street, but it's a very super lightweight, super vented, bitching looking really nice uh, little helmet. It's actually a lower price helmet. It's not the super high end. Uh, oh, really? Helmet, but the, like when I'm, when I'm trail riding, this is what I'm wearing a lot of times by choice. So I have a I have the black one I used to wear all the time, and now I have the uh, for the slower speed trail riding because I know I'm going to try to ditch out and go trail riding at some point uh, after I get done doing my classes. And there's some really good trail riding north of where this Tour Tech event is. So mm -hmm. 
Um, and the rock is not for testing the helmet. The rock was meant to fool Logan into thinking there was something in the box. Yeah, and there was. It, was the box. Cool. it worked a little because the whole time I was lifting it up, I'm like, is there a helmet in here? You well, I walked uh, around. I walked around with a helmet and I was picking up different rocks to find one that was close to the same weight. Wait, you put <laughs> that much thought into this? <laughs> no. Into into yeah. Okay. I was, I was gonna say I thought I thought you were in a rush. I was. But I did this a couple days ago. I did it when I was oh, loading up. Okay. Like a few days ago, I knew I wanted to take this helmet with me. And I'm like, right. shoot, I want to put it on the show. So it's um, like I, I was gonna I was gonna be honored that you put that much uh thought into duping uh Logan and I. Hey, you know how much thought I even put into it? I didn't even wear it today because I wanted, I mean, even though it probably doesn't matter, I wanted it to look brand new when, yeah, when I did cross. this. Yeah, no, no, for just for when I did this here. Hey, this is the other cool thing about climb helmets, by the way. This thing called Fidlock. This is the way that they're like, I'm gonna hold this up to the thing. Maybe you can put me up large on the screen. I don't know how that's yeah, probably a pain in the ass, right? Yeah, I, can make, I can make you a little larger. Yeah. So so uh, so this is this is that's the this limit. Is, limit. <laughs> so so this is the helmet strap here. It's unstrapped. Watch this. Strap. Unstrapped. Strap. It uses a magnet and this really ingenious locking device. And this is the problem with this. Here is the one problem with this. It's not on my other helmets. And I promise you that once you get used to doing this, like I never take my helmet off when I ride. Unless I have this on it because I go like this and I pop the helmet off. And I go like that and it's back on. Okay. And it doesn't, it will not come undone. Like I can pull on it and jerk on it and try to do any other thing. All you have to do is grab this red strap and it comes undone. This is like the most ingenious thing ever. And it pisses me off. When I have another helmet on that doesn't have that. So just saying. So that's 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 the only thing wrong with a lot of other helmets. <laughs> this is a good helmet. So climb. Uh yeah, climb.com. Yeah. Go check it out. They actually have helmets back in stock, by the way, because I've been waiting for that one for a long time. So it's so, not just consumers feeling it. Yeah. 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 Oh speaking speaking of speaking of sponsors, I I think uh do you think it's time to hear about some uh four stroke Yamaha's? Probably, but yeah. it says it says it takes an idiot to raise a village in the chat. If you're wondering what that means, I think it's talking <laughs> about you. <laughs> I think they're complimenting Logan the, and I there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, because you guys are hand, hold, holding us down. All I had to do was call in and push some buttons. Anyways, yeah. and I'm paying you with rocks, Logan. You get to keep that rock. <laughs> Thank you. Can you. Sleep, you can sleep with that one too. There we go. You can put the rock on uh, with the bike and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Logan, tell us a little bit about, tell us a little bit about Yamaha four strokes. Yeah. For motocross riders driven to dominate the Yamaha YZ line of four stroke bikes are built for victory. Visit yamahamotorsports.com today to visit, to explore what's new and improved for 2022. The YZ 450F and YZ 250F brings the performance and with powerful four-stroke engines, reduced unsprung weight, and new suspension settings. For the look of a full factory ride, both the YZ450F and YZ250F comes in an exclusive Monster Energy Racing Edition graphic package. And you can take precision tunability to the next level with the Yamaha exclusive and industry's only free power tuner app. Visit yamahamotorsports.com today find your yamaha yz and enter the victory zone 
you were Dude, reading that, that so much better. Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 a little practice will do for you. Hey, I I tell you, for one, um, we rode the YZ four strokes. Uh, there's there's uh, tests impressions of those up on uh, dirtbiketest.com, and that tuner app is such a powerful tool because a lot of people don't understand how much the power of the motorcycle is tied into how it works all together. And even if you're your suspensions, you just can't get your suspension or you're not really happy with the chassis. A lot of times you can make an engine change and it will make it better or worse. So I, I, I see guys that spend a lot of time doing a lot of things all at once and they change something and then the bike doesn't work anymore. So the good thing about that app is a, it's easy to use and B it's like getting like 50 different pipes and five different carburetors and 20 cams and all these different things. And you can tune that bike to pretty much deliver power any way that you want it. So that is a, a huge thing. Um, if you're ever curious about um, some different maps that we have, I know we've tested a few and we can send them to you. The, the app, the maps that they give you even on the, um, on their website are pretty good. So, um, that's it. Somebody's buying a helmet because I just did that with the strap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yep. I'm, I'm not. I may or may not have uh, just copied that so we can put it in the, uh, the sheet when we try to sell uh, sponsorships. Right. We have a lot of those things. People have bought stuff because they because we told them to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not well, that. We have- not, not that we. You know, you should just believe everything we say. But you know, if you if you're if you're you know buying with you know you're support you know support the people that support the stuff that you like i'm glad everybody's out there um glad you're enjoying this um so if you like i said if you have any questions uh emails share this thing with a friend or two uh let people know you know you're it's not you but you know how you have that that one friend that asks you questions all the time and you kind of wish they would stop asking you questions send them to us we'll we'll answer their questions so did did we send out the shirt to jesse that one way and yep, we still Jesse have, actually got it today. Oh, good. And so yeah. we still have we have one more Preston Campbell ISD T-shirt. Yeah, we do. It's uh, oh, over there. I threw it on the couch. <laughs> it's okay. not right next to me anymore. So we have um, we have another another shirt. So what I think we should do is somebody needs to ask uh, a good. So you, all of the people that are out there watching, somebody has to have some question that's, that's just like they can't get a good answer to. So the next person that asks a, a good question, um, we're going to uh, we're going to answer that. And Matt will reach out to you and we'll get you that Preston Campbell T-shirt. Uh, so we'll see that. Uh, DBT helped convince me to buy a Beta 300RR, says San Felipe Bob. Like, like. That wasn't convincing. That was just pure influence. <laughs> right. Well, and didn't, uh, you had a couple comments like that on the Beta 200 video as well. Yeah. Most of them do. You know, and it's funny. I'm amazed at how many people, like, after they bought something, and I, you know, I had a, had a they, 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 they make a comment or they'll email us and tell us that they bought it. And then, hey, what do you think of this? And it's almost like they want some... Um, they want some 
re, some affirmation for their for they've already made the purpose. And they, you know, that's why it's surprised that we beat up on everybody's rooster endo bikes. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> they they made the they've made the um, they've made the purchase, and then they kind of go, "Hey, what do you think of this?" And you know, so what if I said, "Well, it's just a giant pile of crap." <laughs> right. Like, uh, but what are you going to do now? <laughs> you already have it. But there, there's a lot of people that they're just maybe they're looking for some information. And we always try to do this on our reviews of the bikes. If there's stuff that we don't like, we'll mention it, but then we'll try to address how we fixed it. You know, what did we do to, you know, if this was a problem, what did we do to solve it as opposed to, oh, this is crap, and then just move on to the next thing. And as you notice, we don't have like a store yet. <laughs> you know, we, we don't own a store that's attached to our website, but we do recommend stuff. And, 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 uh, hopefully with some of these little programs, it'll make it so we can, we can, uh, do this a little easier for you. So here we go. We've got some questions rolling in now. Um, can I say happy birthday to my stepdad, Nick Gurr? He's a big fan. Happy birthday, uh, Nick from, uh, from, uh, everybody here at dirt bike test. Thanks Chris for, uh, having us do that. Yeah, happy um, birthday. Let's see. What is the best way to tighten spokes? Uh, I'll tell you one good way, simply, Bob, to tighten spokes is to have the Fast Company spoke torque wrench. Um, it's not a cheap tool. It's a really sano tool. In fact, if you cruise around in the pro pits and you look at the best factory mechanics, they all have one of these tools in their toolbox. Um, and so the best way to do it is to First of all, um, start with a nice round rim, like when the bike is new. And the way that I do it is I usually start at the, the rim lock or the valve stem. And I work my way around on one side kind of with, and I, and I, and I know that level of torque from using that torque wrench so, so much. Cruise around and make sure they're all, you know, just go around. And if you get one that's super loose, snug it back up. And, and bring it into torque. And always remember when you're tightening one down, you're pulling on the opposite side. So I'll usually go around and go around one side in one direction. Then I turn the spoke wrench over to the other side. And then I go back the other direction in the, in the other way. And it's, I mean, there, I've seen diagrams on how to do this. And I've watched professional wheel builders do it in different ways where they, they do every fourth or eighth spoke and all these different kind of methods, or even they actually do it in odd numbers. So it'd be every fifth spoke or every seventh spoke or something. And then it eventually gets all, but this is just a kind of a simple way. And I'm always starting with a, I, I keep my, um, I keep my wheels kind of checked all the time. And so I'll go around one direction. Like I say, hit all the ones on one side. And then I go to the other side and hit all the ones on the other side. And so it, it's, you're, you're, you're kind of keeping it in tension because that's really what spokes are doing. They're holding the wheel in tension. So, um, probably, probably be good to demonstrate this in a video at some point when we have time to go shoot that. So, um, mm -hmm. that's the way I do it. I have a lot of success with doing it. And then when I get dings in my rim or something loosens up and generally it's the one right next to the rim lock right in front or back of the rim lock or in front of back of the, of the, of the valve stem tend to be the ones that kind of come loose on their own for some strange reason, or you get a dent or something. Um, but if you keep it nice and snug, like it's supposed to be, they just don't come loose. And I don't have, 
But if you, if you have one that all of a sudden you let get really loose, you're going to be chasing that forever. Logan, do you know what I'm talking about? Um, yes. How come? Um, well, my dad knows about it because that's, I just started couple, doing that's two pull ups before you leave, by the way. <laughs> you don't want to okay. know how many you're up to. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I need to do them because I got just like sitting in a sham van all the motorhome all day. Um, so so yeah, the maybe we'll use maybe we'll try to maybe you should bring your wheel that's all dingied up over and I'll get it true and we'll see if it stays that way. We'll see if no, my mess- it's it's good now. We got it's it. It's good. We started from fresh and took them all out, like not out, but loosened them all. Lo- loosened them all up. up. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Once they, the, start, uh, once they go cattywampus, they're really hard to get back. Really hard. Um, we could use my uh, 300 wheels. Oh, uh, yeah, probably do that. Actually, I, I have some pretty bad ones right now. They're just dented. But they're still uh, doing things. Um, let's see. Uh, Kyler had a had a question. Okay, is the two seven two thousand seventeen TX three hundred McCuny carb? I'm getting fuel leaking out of the air screw. There's no rolling in that locations. Options for this. I've never seen that before. Like like fuel actually leaking or dripping out of it. That's interesting. Um. Boy, I something's wrong. That's for sure. I wonder if the float level is off enough, and then there's something, uh, something causing it, or maybe one of the mid-body uh, uh, gaskets has gone bad, and it's causing it to leak out. But that should not be happening. Um, and have you ever squirted anything bad inside of that carburetor, like? You know, really aggressive carb cleaner or worse yet, brake cleaner. I've seen people use brake cleaner on carbs and it'll rot the uh, the O-rings out very quickly. Um, but you think about it, like the the air screw doesn't really need an O-ring because it's only like kind of letting air really through there. Um, it's not, it doesn't necessarily need to be watertight, but um, options for this. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I you shoo. I don't know. You got to find out why it's doing that because it shouldn't be doing it. Um, let's see. Evenly, you tighten your spokes evenly is what George is saying. Um, is grease better than baby powder for tubes? No. <laughs> Dean <laughs> Dean Kemp is grease better than baby powder for tubes. Um, I, I would say that moose lube would be better for, for tubes than nothing, but I run baby powder, um, in them, you know, cause it's, it's, it just, it just gives it that little bit of slipperiness between the tire and the tube. So the tube can center itself in there and, and, and get in there. But I don't think it really makes that big of a deal. It, it helps prevent the, the tube folding up or getting kind of crammed in there improperly or folded up. So, um, yeah, I would not, I would not use, I don't think I would use grease. I've heard of people doing that. Uh, but 
I've never had, you know, we raced in Baja with tubes forever and they were baby powered up, baby powdered up and they all worked out good. Uh, so. If we go back to that carb uh, question, what would be like the, the steps to like start troubleshooting? Like where would you start actually? Cause it's actually, that is pretty weird. Where would you start? What? Uh, like, so you don't know what's going on with it. Where would you, where would you start? Uh, as far as like the process of eliminating things that are, that are causing that. That are causing the, yeah, like the, the fuel that comes through the air, air screw. Uh, cause I, I, you know, it, like, uh, so the first thing I always do when, when there's a problem is I always ask the person that, that has the, 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 the bike, the motorcycle with the problem. So when was the last time you touched that, like touch the carburetor? So with Cur- Cur- Curly, Carly, Kyler, Kyler, I always like to say Curly for some reason. <laughs> Kyler, um, like what, what was the last thing you did to that? Or when did this start? What caused it? That's why I kind of went to that brake cleaner or carb cleaner. Right. That, you know, I, you know, cause I've seen people do this before. Um, and you know, you know, generally that screw in my experience is screwed in far enough to where it really shouldn't be, it shouldn't be allowing fuel to come out of that. So I, so like, what did you do? What was the last thing you did to it? And then if you didn't do anything, it just kind of started. Was there anything that any symptom that would have caused this? Like what, you know, cause generally things don't necessarily just sort of break. There's always something that goes along. Yeah. Every once in a while, every rare once in a while, something just sort of breaks, but you can always track it back to like, well, I wrote it and I did this, you know, so. Right. Right. Um, yeah. Um, I think the float level, yeah, the float level could be high. That's what Bob is saying. Um, but it would have to be pretty damn high for it to, to want to start coming out of there. Um, cause it would, it, it should over, it should easily overflow out of the, out of this, the one that drains out of the bottom of the float bowl, that's the riser inside the float bowl. It should easily drain out of that way before it can get up into the passages and get to the, get to the fuel screw and, or the air screw. And I'm trying to think of any other, I can't really think of a, a, a reason that it would be coming out of there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he did reply, uh, in the, in the comment, in the, in the chat. Yeah. Okay. I've got it opened up right now. I'll check that. Craziest part is, okay. I've got it running so good and jetted right that it's almost exactly the same fuel economy as my friend's bikes, TPI bike. Uh, <laughs> TPI bikes are not more efficient because of jetting. They're more efficient because they don't leak fuel out of the overflows, by the way, <laughs> on the 2020 TPIs on TPI run on. I got eight and 50. Cleaners. Let's see. Oh, on Tur- Turvidaho run. Okay, started getting all the gunk and build up on day five. Bike ran just fine all the way through the end of day ten. Just getting into, into it now. So, um, let's see. On day, I'm trying to think. No break or harsh cleaners. Getting all the gunk and build up. Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand that. But uh, the carb issue is odd. Says Jesse Harmon. 
I would say float is too high in combination with the overflow vent hose set high or loop to create. Okay, that's a really good thing there. So his he's saying either maybe that vent hose, that that float vent, that's the one at the bottom, the float bowl vent, not the ones that come out the side, it's pinched off somehow or it's looped up that's causing it to overfill. But it would cause the the bike to run like crap. And I've when when the I've had them plug up before where the where mud actually got into the vent lines and wouldn't let the carb drain. And the minute that carb like filled up with the, the float, because the float was also sticking, the bike really ran like crap. I mean, it was got really, really rich. So yeah, Jerry, that's a that's a good uh good assessment. So um I think Bob's getting a shirt. And then and then and then Bob says fuel inside the airbox. Well, I don't know how the hell he would get inside the airbox, but it would, you know, the other thing it would also kind of tell you is if, if, if you, when you let the bike sit, if it floods, if it floods the crankcase out. So, cause that's, that fuel's got to go someplace. I don't know if the, the air screw is the lowest drain point, but if it was coming up and, and actually pressurizing and getting into the kind of working its way up into where it can get into the air circuit it would actually probably start coming up through the main jet or the pilot jet a bleed hole inside there and then start running into the air box or running down into the crankcase so um yeah and then george now somebody george wants to know how sure are you um how sure are you that that it's that's where the fuel is coming from no i don't know where else it would come from (laughs) so okay well, I think that's that's, yeah. a, that's a that's a good round of good round of questions for everybody. Bob um, won the shirt. Bob won the shirt. There we go. Bob, good job, Bob. <laughs> uh, the the spokes is a simple question, but that's something uh, everybody can learn from. So Logan, remember that when you oh no, Logan's not doing that anymore. He got he got he got fired after he misspelled George's name. <laughs> <laughs> Was it fired or demoted to to weed duty? Demoted to to hoeing the weeds up. So when it rains, you will have a job around around the uh, compound. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There'll be plenty plenty of jobs. There's going to be bikes to walk. We got to put all the registration stickers on all the bikes. That's another new another another job we got going. Um, and then and then if you can get that motor out of my uh, my uh, Dodge truck, <laughs> that'd be that'd be awesome too. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, that, that I, I think he needs to do some more bench presses before he could do before he could. Do well, that. he says uh enough. Like, like <laughs> by the time me and him are done saying uh and so and all the other, you know, right, right, we'll be we'll be all fu- ripped out. We'll we'll start doing a <laughs> podcast about bodybuilding and shit. Yeah, so, there you go. You guys will be you- like, yeah. I'd like to uh, thank everybody for joining in and watching us. Um, it's been uh, it's been wonderful as usual. Thanks, George. Nice to have you back. Posting up some of those links in our chat. Um, if you're wondering when we do this live, we do it at seven o'clock Pacific Coast Standard Time almost every Tuesday night. When we can get around to it, we're getting better because I can do it live from the road now. And it's uh, a little bit better. Like to thank Yamaha, Climb, DDC, Trail Tech. Remember, get your Trail Tech Voyager Pro with buddy tracking. Scott Swartz and uh, Taco Mike for hooking us up with the uh, 
EXE FE Performance and Tech Top Streaming Group. So did I do everything okay there, Matt? Yep, yep, you did it. I like just I'd fine. Like to thank Matt for uh, for keeping this thing uh, keeping this thing alive, um, not cutting me off of my own show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think I could. Uh, it's kind of hard for me to take over a, a show when I'm not an expert. You know, <laughs> right? Yeah, so, I'm bigger than expert. You know, X means previous, and a spurt is a flash in the pants. Right, Logan? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, good. Okay, well, uh, we'll look forward to your Instagram posts of you sleeping with your motorcycle. Um, I'm going to go hit the road and do some more mileage. And uh, with that, we'll see you guys out on the trail. So uh, cheers. See you guys. Thanks for watching. <laughs>